0: Hello, and welcome to the next episode of Saddleback Valley Shares. I'm Mark Perez, Director of Communications and Administrative Services for the District, and today we're lucky to have with us Mrs. Yvonne Esling, director of elementary education. She's going to be speaking to us about some of the innovative options we have here in SVUSD for our parents of elementary students. Uh, We're going to discuss uh, some of our newer programs, magnet schools, specialty schools, and also talk a little bit about our neighborhood schools. So uh, we're going to, just so you know, give you a kind of an overview of what specifically we'll be speaking about today. We're going to look at our two magnet schools, Linda Vista, IB, Magnet, and Mission Viejo the Santiago Steam Magnet Elementary School in Lake Forest. We'll be talking about the Virtual Academy for K-6. through six. We'll take a look at Tribuco Elementary, our school out in the canyon. And we'll also talk about our two-way immersion program at the elementary level, which is housed at Gates. So again, a big welcome to Mrs. Esling, who's going to go over all of these different schools and programs with us. Thanks for joining us today. So welcome to our podcast, Yvonne.
1: Great. Nice to be here. Yeah,
0: of course. So, um, like I said, Yvonne is our Director of Elementary Education. She oversees all of our elementary school sites. Uh, and we decided, like I said, to bring her in here because we just wanted to give you an idea of some of our options here uh, within Saddleback Valley at the K6 level. We have some really excellent traditional school sites in our neighborhood schools, uh, and those are top-notch schools. We're very proud of them. But we also understand that our parents want options. If there's a lot of options out there, and we want to make sure that Saddleback Valley is your option of choice. So in order to uh, provide you with different uh, innovative options, we have uh, several schools that you may or may not be aware of that are, we'd say, kind of like our specialty schools. So Yvonne's here to go ahead and give us a little more in-depth information on those. Um, so Yvonne, let's go ahead and start with, we have a few magnet schools here in our district that our listeners may or may not be aware of. And one of those, two of those are newer that have been open in the last couple of years. Uh, We have the Linda Vista Elementary IB, International Baccalaureate Magnet School in Mission Viejo. And then we have uh, Santiago Elementary Steam Magnet in Lake Forest. So can you talk to us a little bit about those? Those are newer programs. The campuses have been in existence for a while, but they've converted to magnets over the last couple of years. So can you just give us a quick little uh, brief summary on what those options are that our parents would be interested in?
1: Okay, so our Linda Vista IB program is um, in its second year running this year, and the IB program is our International Baccalaureate program, which is um, has a philosophy to make students um, into an inquire, in, inquires thinkers, communicators, risk-takers, knowledgeable, principled, caring, open-minded, well-balanced, and reflective students. That's kind of the educational philosophy. So all of our teachers that teach at that program have selected to be at that school site. They've gone through some um, in-depth training on what um, an International Baccalaureate profile student looks like um, and have developed lessons of study that um, delve into uh, this profile um, and working with students. In addition, they also have a language component that they've brought on this year where the students actually are um, being able to participate in Spanish lessons once a week.
0: That's awesome. Um, I'm a former IB teacher at the secondary level, at the high school level. So just kind of in a nutshell, you know, you uh, listed all those attributes and student profiles, which is fantastic. That is really what the IB is about. But in a nutshell, kind of Cliff Notes version, for those of you that may not be aware of the International Baccalaureate Program, it's really... Uh, Offering that global perspective to our students. It's really the content, you study the content and look at it through a global lens. And the way I understand it, because in secondary level, it's a little different, and we're going to discuss that down the road uh, on a separate podcast. So we're going to delve really deeply into IB. But uh, at the secondary level, you know, it's only some students are part of that program and it's in certain courses. But the way I understand it in the elementary level, it's school wide, correct?
1: Yeah, so it's school wide. So each grade level is developing six different units throughout. Um, and then we make sure that. Those, uh, those units are kind of blended from kinder to first to second, so it's building upon that IB profile student that they're trying to develop. But it really is integrated throughout their entire day. It's inter- di- interdisciplinary in terms of language arts and science and social studies and math. Um, for our uh, IB students. That's great, and um, as it's a newer program, do you have any feedback
0: from parents or families that have enrolled their students there? Because I know we've had uh, families that have transferred their students to Linda Vista for that specific program.
1: So we've received a lot of positive feedback because it really is trying to um, develop a globally-minded child, and so for parents that are looking for something a little bit more globally-minded, I think it's it's a great place for their student to be, um, and preparing them for, um, a future.
0: All right. So that's the Linda Vista, uh, IB magnet school. If you want more information on that, you can get to any of our school sites by visiting, uh, their uh, website, www.svusd.org and then forward slash the name of the school. So for Linda Vista, more information on that it's svusd.org. Forward slash Linda Vista. Okay, that's one of our newer uh, magnet schools. Another very, very popular uh, newer school that we have now, another magnet school, is the Steam Magnet at Santiago Elementary in Lake Forest. And for those of you that aren't aware, um, what Steam is, also known as STEM in some circles, Steam is science, technology, engineering arts and math. And when I say arts, it's arts. If I mistake, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Mrs. Essling, but when I say arts, that's more not necessarily performing arts. It's more of like the drafting, uh, architecture type of arts. Correct. Okay. So I know that's a really, really popular program. So can you talk to us a little bit about that over at Santiago? What's going on over there? So
1: Santiago has a great program where they're actually using steam, but they're doing it through project based learning. And so again, it really is, um, integrated throughout their entire, school day of um, inquiry model of um, units of study that integrate language arts and math and science and social studies and using the sciences and technology in order to really delve in deep. And so children spend, um, I'm going to say about six weeks developing a unit and at the end they um, have projects that they develop developed through uh, what they've learned throughout that Uh, that project that they focused in on Um, and you can see, you can sense, you can feel the excitement as you walk into their classrooms as they are working together in collaborative groups and learning um, about science and technology and, um, and being able to present to not only their peers but to others within their school community and outside of their school and
0: is that what uh people are referring to as project-based learning is that what you just described right now because i know that's a big term that's being used a lot right now okay so and then it culminates, like you said, they not only present to their peers and their teachers, but they present to the outside community, their parents, or even just the neighborhood uh, residents that live there invited. I believe they're called Ignite Nights. Is that correct? Yes, is that, that what is they Okay, so they hold these throughout the year, and I know they're really well attended, but really what it is is the students showing off the work they've done over these last few weeks of study or months of study. Is that correct?
1: Yeah, so they have these nights throughout the school year, and I can tell you, because I live actually in that um, neighborhood, that they are very well attended. Um, You have hundreds of people coming out to support the students in their work and um, the children have an an opportunity to get feedback on the work that they're actually doing from parents or other community members on those nights.
0: That's so awesome. You know, I think a lot of times we tend to stereotype uh, students nowadays that they're just in their devices, right? They just have their head in their devices. They don't know how to interact or socialize, but this really is, yes, Maybe throughout the units of study, they're using technology, you know, all these steam-based applications and kind of pedagogy, but then at the end of it all, it kind of comes back full circle where they're allowed to really work on those presentation skills and interaction skills with not only their peers, but I mean, that's a lot to have a young student, an elementary student present to adults. That's intense, right? But they're doing it and they're being successful and they're getting those presentation skills that may, that they may not otherwise have.
1: And I think that's really exciting because they're starting them at kinder, so so, so kindergartners are presenting to adults. Kindergartners are presenting to their parents, presenting to their peers. Wow. So they have, you know, that this is the way they're growing up. So by the time you know they're getting to second or third grade, they're going to be very comfortable in front of being able to speak in front of adults or and take feedback from um, their peers or their teachers or their parents on projects that they're working on.
0: And I think you just hit another important point is that being able to be exposed to feedback, right? Even if it's constructive criticism. I mean, that's so important for our students to be able to know that it's okay to not do 100% on everything and get some feedback. That doesn't mean you failed or that you're doing anything wrong. That's just part of the process. I mean, it's part of life, right?
1: So, and it's a great opportunity for students to be reflective and to think about their own learning as they're going through this process and what they've learned from the feedback that they get and how to change and improve on. Um, It just helps them. That's a lifelong skill that they're going to need. They're
0: getting a skill set that is going to serve them well forever. Right. So that's awesome. Okay, great. So uh, that's the Steam Magnet School over at Santiago Elementary in Lake Forest. Again, if you want any information on that, you can go to svsd.org forward slash Santiago, and you'll go directly to their website. Um, let's go ahead and talk now about another uh, innovative, newer school we have here, our virtual academy. So um, you don't need to go too deeply into this. We actually did a really uh, in-depth podcast uh, on episode two with the principal of the virtual academy, Glenn Gio Caris, and everything that's offered K-12. through He gave us a kind of a nice, robust uh, description of what's going on over there. But just real quick, what are some key points maybe you want our listeners to know about the actual K-6 piece? Because the K-6 piece is actually housed somewhere differently. Even though it's a virtual academy, they also have a home base. Um, and I know it's not at the same place as our secondary site. Uh, so can you just talk to us real quick about what that is, looks like?
1: So Melinda Heights is where our um, K6 Virtual Academy is housed, but it is kind of a blended model in terms of parents being able to be very actively involved in their child's education. They have the opportunity to be at home and learning from home uh, in terms of being, a, um, to be able to access it through a computer and having their parents support them at home. And then they also have the option of coming twice a week to actually work with a teacher in the classroom.
0: so it sounds like they have... So again, it's a blended model where they're able to do part of it at home, part of it on campus at Melinda Heights. Um, we like to refer to it, I think, as a hybrid model, if you will. It's not all online. It's not all in person. It really is kind of like the best of two worlds. So that's another option for us, uh, another newer school over Virtual Academy. Uh, like I said, if you want some more information, we did a really in-depth uh, interview with Mr. Geo Karras about it, all the nuts and bolts of how that works and what that looks like on a daily basis. Check out episode number two of Saddleback Valley Shares, and you can hear all about the Virtual Academy. So um, next, let's go ahead and look at, now this isn't a magnet school, but I think it's a really unique site that a lot of people may not be aware of and an option that some of our parents may not be aware of. We have, uh, I believe it's the oldest school in Orange County, if I'm not mistaken. That's what
1: I think. Yes, and exactly. it is,
0: we refer to it as the, our little canyon school, but the technical uh, name is Tribuco Elementary, out in the canyon. Uh, so can you talk to us? That is such a unique school site. Um, and I, like I said, I don't think a lot of people are aware that we even have that site. It's our smallest school. Is it about 75 students maybe? It's about
1: 75.
0: Okay, can you just talk to us what that option is? What is that school about? So
1: our school out in the canyon, Tribuco Elementary School, like. you said, is about 75 students, but they actually have farm animals out there, So, um, and our science education program is out there also. So our students that actually attend out there get a really, I think, a wonderful opportunity for a small, tight-knit community-type school with the opportunity to interact with um, the farm and the animals on the farm, and that's something totally different. I think it's um, for some of our families, I think they would, if they knew about the option, they would be kind of excited about that because if that's something that you're interested in, um, that I, I, I would encourage you to explore uh and uh go out there it's a beautiful area
0: i love going out there i drive out there and i feel like i'm in a different world you just all of a sudden feel so calm out there it's so quiet it's so beautiful you're surra- you're literally in the canyon surrounded by nature it's it's a great great location it's a great place i think and is it true i don't know if this is true i've heard that some of the students actually ride horses to uh to school because they live right there in the canyon Okay.
1: Yes. I believe they get to ride horses out there. (laughs) That's awesome. Yes.
0: And I know a lot of our element, even if um, your student isn't there, your student may, if you have an elementary student, may have actually uh, been on that campus because we offer, uh, like you said, the science program, and I don't know if I'm using the right terms, but a lot of our elementary schools go on field trips out to that school site. Is that correct? So
1: most of our elementary school grade levels actually have field trips that we offer out there that are science-based. And so uh, that's the other part of that Tribuco, the canyon campus is that it is a, um, an outdoor science education that our kids get out there. So I kind of think if you're there, attending that school you'll get the um you'll get a little bit more of that type of experience but it's just a beautiful little place to be i think
0: so like i said maybe if you have an elementary student right now ask them have they been out to that uh school site for science and they probably give you an earful of what's out there i mean the animals the farm i mean it's fantastic
1: so I think any student second grade and above has probably okay. had an opportunity to be out there. So, That's awesome.
0: Yeah. Again, I love being out there. So definitely uh, an option that you may not be aware of, but another uh, exciting school we have here in SVUSD. And then um, let's go ahead and talk about, I know, something that you're very familiar with, uh, the two, uh, two-way two immersion program. So uh, we offer, for those of you that are unaware, we offer a two-way immersion program. It's actually an award-winning program, a longstanding program here in the state in our district. Um, And it's offered at all three levels. It's a K-12 pathway. We offer an elementary school at Gates Elementary. Then the students go on to Los Alisos Intermediate School for seventh and eighth grade. And then it all culminates in high school at the high school level at Laguna Hills High School, where um, if they're part of the two-way immersion program, they uh, will Hopefully uh, graduate with a biliterate certificate and diploma. Yvonne was actually the former principal at Gates Elementary. So she and I know she has her own students that went through the program. So she has a real in-depth um, knowledge if you will, both as as an administrator and as a parent of what that program is about. So I know you could speak probably for hours on end about the TWI uh, program, Yvonne, but can you just, for our listeners that may not be aware of it, that are thinking of exploring different options, and I know TWI, again, that's the acronym for two-way immersion, um, we get a lot of requests or questions about that program. So can you just kind of walk us through what that's about at the elementary level, K through six?
1: So at the elementary level, our K six program, um, first of all, it's been around since 1991. I think it's the longest one in Orange County. And uh, our students come in with the goal that we're going to make them bilingual, biliterate by the time they leave. It is a very diverse uh, student population that we serve and uh, they come in and we actually teach them how to read and write in Spanish first. Uh, It's amazing to watch them uh, not walk in the door and have absolutely zero Spanish and by the end of the school year they're actually reading and writing in Spanish and speaking in Spanish. Um, And then uh, after they've learned how to kind of read and write in Spanish we introduce English text to them. It's amazing to watch most of the time they do it on their own, because what we know is once they've broken the code um, in uh, how to read in one language, they'll apply it to the second language. Because um, it's about
0: learning how to learn a language, yes, right? Yes,
1: exactly. Right. And so that by the time that they leave elementary school, they really are reading, writing, and, and speaking in both languages um, at an academic level of sixth grade. Uh, and it's, uh, it is a very special school community, one that values diversity, uh, values uh, bilingualism and that all students, I quite not, the way I look at it is all students have a gift. Right. Um, so,
0: As a former language teacher, I'd always tell my students when, you know, it's, it's tough to learn a language. I mean, that's the bottom line. It's really tough. If it wasn't, everybody would speak multiple languages, right? But I would always tease my students when they'd get frustrated uh, in the middle of a unit a study if it was challenging. And I'd say, I know it's a lot, you know, but just remember, no one's ever said, I've never heard anybody say, oh, man, I wish I wasn't bilingual. This never helped me out, right? Yeah,
1: exactly. And so we hear back from students that attended Gates Elementary School in the future, and they talked to us about how it assisted them in college or it assisted them with uh, looking for employment because having those bilingual capabilities kind of sets you apart from other candidates. Um, Especially
0: as our world gets smaller and smaller.
1: Exactly, and we have students that were at Gates that moved on and really traveled the world because they feel a lot more comfortable because they've been exposed to different cultures, um, a different language, and um, as a parent, I can tell you also, it was the best decision I ever made. So That's awesome.
0: You know what, um, as we're speaking about this, I think it might be worth it to bring you back and do a whole podcast on TWI and maybe bring in the... Uh... Principles of the intermediate and high school so our listeners get a real good because I know there's a lot of questions about it um, and we don't have enough time right now to get into all of them but I think it would be really a it would behoove us to push kind of all that information in a more in-depth uh, format but I do have a couple of questions I know that probably come up pretty often that we could probably just address right now number one what's the general makeup because I think there might be a misconception that it's a lot of native Spanish speakers that go into the program what's or is it? Is it a mix or how does it, does it depend on the year how does so
1: it is an As long as I've known, it's been a 50-50. So 50% of the students that come in are English-only students. Their first language or pretty much their only language is English. And then 50% speak Spanish. Um, It could be that that's the only language they speak. It could be that they speak Spanish and English. But that's kind of the, we kind of stick to that model. Uh, And so you have role models both ways. Role models of students as they're learning English and role models of students as they're learning Spanish.
0: Okay. And I think another concern that I hear pretty often when it comes to people that aren't familiar with the program or haven't had children that have actually been through the program is that there's a concern maybe that their English development uh, will be stifled by the Spanish development. And they're afraid that they may not be up to level with their peers as they advance in, on the English side of the house. Um, as a parent and both as an administrator that understands that program uh, pretty well, uh, is there any truth to that? Or what has your experience been or what is a
1: Well, so as being the principal at Gates for 13 years and looking at test scores every year, I can tell you that our English-only students, year in, year out, have always performed as well, or if not higher, than English-only students throughout the district. So not only are they doing as well as the rest of the English-only students in our district, um, at least as well, if not better, but they're also, uh, have a a second language. They've, they've learned Spanish and they're able to do it in Spanish. So, and again, also with our English learners, there's a lot of research studies that demonstrate that actually teaching, um, a a Spanish speaking student how to read write in Spanish benefits them better in the long run. And so what we see is our English learner students outperforming English learner students in the district. So, um, Our students go on to take the most rigorous courses of study when they go into um, intermediate school and high school and being accepted into uh, some of the most prestigious universities when they're leaving. I know from our last class that just graduated, we had students um, accepted into Stanford, into um, Berkeley, uh, UCLA, UC San Diego, so I can tell you. For sure. They do not suffer. (laughs) And as a parent, you've
0: had your students, I hope you don't mind me sharing, your own children have gone through their program. And I know you're humble and wouldn't shout out where they are, but they have been very successful, and they're both in New York right now.
1: Yeah, they're both studying New York at Syracuse University, and my oldest is just about to leave to study abroad in Madrid, Spain, for a semester, Um, and you get to actually use the Spanish there.
0: And another component of that that's super unique is most of those students will be in that program from K through 12. So they are with those same peers, um, which, I mean, I'm sure there are some (laughs) times when they wish they weren't with those peers that time. But I think overall because I've attended those graduations of TWI, and just to hear the testimony of the students of what being not only the content and the instruction piece of the TWI program, but the uh, social piece of the connections they've made with those classmates uh, from kindergarten all the way through 12th grade is unbelievable, right? I'm sure you've seen that firsthand as a parent and as as an administrator.
1: So our our kids pretty much call themselves the two-way brothers and sisters. They love (laughs) each other like brothers and sisters. They'll fight like brothers and sisters, but they really do have each other's backs because they've been together since kinder. Um, so the other part as a parent, also as an administrator of the program, that I equally loved, maybe even more than my child being bilingual and biliterate, is the sense of community and family that um, uh, that we have because of the K-12 program. And it's been wonderful.
0: And with that, that built-in support system, that is so important, right?
1: They, they watch out for each other. And when uh, they celebrate together and when someone's going through hard times, they rally together and they support one another. And it's, it's a beautiful thing to see in our
0: That's fantastic. Thank you for sharing. And thanks for being open about your own personal experience with that. Kind of put you on the spot. So I appreciate that. All right. So um, as we wrap this up, uh, again, just a quick recap on what we talked about. So we just were sharing some of our innovative options at the elementary level. And for us, just as a reminder, elementary is K through six. I know in some districts it's K through five, but in SVUSD, it's K through six. Um, some of our options we have out there are, are magnet schools. So we have the International Baccalaureate Magnet School at Linda Vista in Mission Viejo. We have the STEAM Magnet School at Santiago Elementary in Lake Forest. We offer the Virtual Academy K6 uh, and that's a hybrid program where partial is at home and par- uh, part of that, the students have an option or have the, uh will come in a couple days a week at Melinda Heights Elementary in Mission Viejo. I believe that's Mission Viejo. Is that right? Mission Viejo, San- Rancho Santa Margarita, Melinda Heights Elementary.
1: Is in Rancho Santa Margarita. Rancho Santa Margarita,
0: kind of right on the border of Rancho Santa Margarita, Mission Viejo. Uh, we offer the award-winning two-way immersion program at Gates Elementary, and that's in Lake Forest. And then uh, we spoke about Tribuco Elementary, the Canyon School out in the, Canyon. Uh, so those are some of those options you may not be aware of. We definitely encourage you to reach out to the administrators at those school sites. If you're interested, all of those schools, all of our schools in SVUSD actually will be holding, uh, tours and showcases in early 2020. So we encourage you to visit the websites of those schools. You can also go to our main website, svusd.org. Once you're there, if you go to the top right-hand side, you'll see a resources, uh, link. If you click on that, a drop down will appear and there is actually a tab for school showcases and tours. You can see district wide what is happening and at what times, uh, and dates. Uh, Mrs. Essling, anything else you want to add? Again, like I said, we have, while we have these great, uh, innovative programs, uh, there's a lot of innovation going on at all of our neighborhood schools. We have a lot of elementary sites. How many sites do we have, Mrs. Essling? We
1: have a total of 23 elementary.
0: So 23 elementary sites, uh, we spoke about a few of them today, but there is really good stuff. Even if these don't call to you, right, or to your students, these specialty programs and schools, you cannot go wrong in our district with our elementary. Anything you want to say about our traditional neighborhood schools, uh, Mrs. Esseline?
1: Well, I think our traditional neighborhood schools are wonderful choices in addition. Each community has, um, I want to say, their own Their own culture, their own own events, their own traditions that they've had, which I think makes that special to each site that they're at. Uh, We have wonderful principals and wonderful teachers. I would encourage you, if you're interested in any of our schools, to reach out to our principals. Uh, They are very welcoming and uh, would be able to answer any questions that you have regarding their school sites uh, and be able to give you information to help you make the best decision for you and your family.
0: So this is going to wrap up this episode of Saddleback Valley Shares. Hopefully you were able to gain some insight into some of the innovative options we have for our elementary families, and we will see you next time. Thank you.